Welcome to A Ticket to Ride, episode four. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Blair. And And today, today, we are going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about um some resources and that's resources where um we go to to watch films it's resources where we go to research um we're both nerds uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell from the first three episodes nonsense uh, i'd rather be a nerd than anything else <laughs> um so yeah we like finding um finding academic sources we like finding accurate resources um to ensure that any fun tidbits and facts that we provide you guys are uh, as close to the truth as possible um but i think what's going to be the most helpful for a lot of individuals uh is we have talked about a lot of movies so far um and we're sure to talk about a lot more um, but where we watch movies, we mentioned this, I think in episode one, that, mm-hmm. um, what we do as friends is we get together every month and we watch films and we can watch them from a variety of perspectives. I mean, Courtney has a ridiculous amount of DVDs more than any person should have in the year 2021, but that's not the only way that we watch classic films. Way to call me out, Blair. <laughs> Good job. Hey, my DVDs have saved many a day when the internet was out. Thank you very much. That's true. Um, that is very true. <laughs> um, so I know there's there's always a couple of like streaming services that everybody's familiar with. Netflix, if you have a subscription. Um, Hulu, if you have a subscription. Amazon Prime. Prime Video, if you have a subscription. Um, they all have actually a pretty decent amount of classic films not everything is there and they because they rotate out their um their selection you're not going to be able to to find um a lot of what we talk about uh but if you're just looking for something fun to do on a saturday afternoon troll around your subscription services see what you can find see what they have usually and usually most of them have that category section where you can narrow down yeah. the films and a lot of them will be under like a classics yeah category uh or even i think it's hulu that you can narrow down sometimes by decade mm-hmm. depending on what movies they have available at that time yeah um and then YouTube is also like completely yes. free. So a lot of, especially like the silent films, pioneer films that we talked about, even some golden age, we're getting into that of. Yeah. Even up through basically any, obviously a lot of films that are still copyrighted tend to get uploaded on YouTube, but they don't last long. But the older films whose copyrights have hit that limit or expired as far as distribution goes, can be uploaded to YouTube, Mm -hmm. and in general are left there. There are a ton of, especially 30s, screwball comedies currently on YouTube, I know. Um, And even up through the 50s, some available movies as well. And there are whole channels devoted to... Just classic films, yeah. Classic films, even classic commercials. Oh, yes. Uh, That's... 
a whole other episode of <laughs> that is of a whole at... other episode. But just basically anything you might imagine, as you know, there's a YouTube channel for it. Oh, so yeah, and there's people um, that are much smarter and much more creative than we are that also analyze classic films. You can get a lot of information on film theory uh, on YouTube. Um, there's also um, one thing that I'm going to throw out there that seems out of left field is Masterclass. It's become very popular for taking actual classes, but they have a ton of film theory classes on there. So if you're willing to um, spend a little bit of money and, and learn film theory, if that's what interests you and sparks something within you to to pursue, they do actually, I, I can't recommend them highly enough. Not sponsored, although if they want to sponsor us. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, Masterclass um, Film Theory. Um, there's also your local library. Um, we can't not shout out the local libraries. Yes, I assume most local libraries still have at least a small DVD collection. Yes. For, for rental. And there's actually, um, recently learned this, uh, Canopy and Hoopla are both through your local library systems, but they're a way to stream videos for oh, free. Yeah. That's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can get videos via your, your local library, um, Canopy and Hoopla. Um, there is something called the Internet Archive, um, which has a lot of, um, it's mainly films that are out of copyright. Yes. Yes, that is correct. I remember I had to go there last year when we were trying to watch the original House on Haunted Hill because I couldn't right. get the streaming version to work and I ended up going on to the, the Internet Archives Five. and finding it there. Yeah, so it's a great resource. Um, if you're looking for more of like... Um, more theory again, or just history on Hollywood in general. Um, we'll mention a couple of books throughout the podcast that we'll, that we'll recommend. So again, your local library is a great place to start, but actually Oscars.org, they have a whole section on um, via the Margaret Herrick library. Um, so they have really cool like photo archives of like old movie posters. They do have some clips, some audio recordings, but it's a great like primary source yes. resource is as Oscars.org. And of course there is the classic Turner Classic <laughs> Movies channel. Yes. So those of you who remember the old days of cable, dating myself a little bit here, um, uh, Turner Classic Movies was obviously a channel option on cable, and it still is, but also now they have a lot larger online resource. I was going to say, they stream now, and which they is stream, yes. phenomenal, because that was the highlight of a lot of sick days for me when I stayed <laughs> home from school, is watching Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, that's how I found a lot of films that I'd never heard of before, especially when they would do, like, the specific themed nights yeah. or film festivals or something like that. So, uh, always Turner Classic Movies always Turner is Classic available. Movies. And, again, this is more of a similar-to-YouTube option, but Dailymotion, yeah. the website Dailymotion, will occasionally have elder movies uploaded to it. Again, usually ones whose copyrights have been... Mm -hmm. um, expired and they also tend to have older tv shows on daily motion i've noticed um that's fun yeah i now it's on hulu uh -huh. which is helpful but i remember i used to watch um some episodes of like i love lucy uh on daily motion things like that so that's and 
That's awesome. And so I'm going to uh, throw a final one out there for me, at least. Uh, I, my fellow academics will appreciate this. But going back to just research in general of if there's a topic that interests you, go to JSTOR. JSTOR is like the epitome of finding academic articles. And um, sometimes if you are nerdy enough, you request your uh, friends who are currently still accessing JSTOR through a higher ed institution for their login and password to be able to look up fun, fun film theory articles that have been published recently. <laughs> uh, there's nobody on this podcast that would ever do that, but... <laughs> It's an option. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, actually, and the one I saved for last is one that I've just discovered a couple of years ago. And it is an app. It is a streaming app. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your TV, just like Hulu or Netflix. It is called the Tubi TV app. And that is spelled T-U-B-I, Tubi yeah. TV. Again, not sponsored, but Tubi, if you'd ever like to do that, just let me know. What I love about Tubi is it, it is free. All the films on there are free uh, with commercials. So similar to Hulu, only you don't have to pay for it. And they do have a lot of new movies. Um, and they do have kind of a niche where they, they host a lot of the uh, B-list cheesy horror films. Mm -hmm. But if you go to that explore page and narrow it down by genre... And they have a classics section that is massive and yeah. it is full of old westerns, old uh, mystery shows, or not shows, uh, movies. You know, all the movies they used to make based on uh, Sherlock Holmes, Hound of Baskervilles is on there right now. Uh, Some Like It Hot is on there right now. Which, which I'm super pumped about. Means I can watch it every single day. Which, as anybody who listened to episode one knows, is Blair's. It's my go-to. Go-to movie. It's my comfort film. That's right. Um, another example of what's on there right now uh, is they have Charade right now with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. They have 12 Angry Men, which I've been wanting to watch again lately because I missed it when it was going to be at theater last year. Uh-huh. And then I'm I'm looking at it right now, Courtney, and I think I saw that even old TV shows like Popeye, so you can get your, your old cartoons, um, are also available on Tubi. That's right. And again, it's like the other ones, it does fluctuate. And I've noticed Tubi does tend to gravitate more towards the genre films from that era. So the westerns, the, the old sci-fi flicks, uh, the mysteries but they also have these other classics sprinkled in there uh, my man godfrey is on here that's good to know i love that movie uh, so. so more of the story Tubi is great and you should definitely download it and uh, we should definitely get a sponsorship after this yes i feel like that <laughs> is the next logical step um but also worth a shout out is check your local museums. Courtney and I go to the local museum of art. They always do a film once a month, uh, like a classic film or an artistic film. Yeah. So check out your local museums. Um, and obviously right now that may not be an option. Uh, yeah. We are still recovering. Obviously a lot of us are still uh, in various stages of lockdown. But prior to that, 
for example, our local art museum every mm-hmm. month had at least two, at least two, yeah, movie nights where they showed a classic film mm-hmm. on their uh, either outside screen if it was nice out or in their indoor screen, yeah, uh, during the winter, and we would go pretty often, pretty often, yeah, and um, local theaters too. Um, I, I can't, you know, I love supporting local businesses. Um, and a lot of the classic film theaters are, are dying. And unfortunately, because of last year, they might not recover. So, um, you know, if they're open and it's safe in your area to go, um, or once it is safe, continue to support those because, um, a lot of film clubs and a lot of, uh, local theaters will, will put on classic film nights or, um, themed film nights that are definitely worth their. Yes. Or film festivals, even. Film festivals. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And there was, uh, for example, there was a, another theater, a town over, that was doing like a noir themed yeah. month. So, mm-hmm. and it was it was called what was it called Noir at Nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you would go um, at nine a.m. randomly and get to see all these great noir films, though, like the Maltese Falcon, you know, stuff like that. So Maltese Falcon. Yes. Um. I, we mentioned this on a podcast. I don't know if we've mentioned it yet. British Film Institute. Yes. Another great resource. Um, they have a lot of great information, got a lot of great films there. Um, so we'll link to a lot of these resources, if not all of these resources. Check out our social media or our webpage, uh, TicketToRidePod.com. Um, we do have a webpage now. We're very proud of it. Um, but check it out. Um, we'll, we'll link to some great resources there. Yeah. With that, we'll see you next week with another great, exciting episode. Yes. Join us next week for episode five. We are going to be talking about screwball comedy. Are we? I'm super excited about that. I'm, I'm very excited about this one. So prepare to hear Courtney talking quite a lot next week. Yes. Um, you've had Blair blabbering and (laughs) this week's all Courtney. (laughs) 